Yo. What's up? We're ready. I was ready. Um, I'm off guard. You have to wait a couple minutes. Nah, I surprise people from time to time. Um, let's see. Yeah, everything recording. Yeah, we're good. Uh, it's Friday. It is Friday. I start work on Monday. Oh, really? Yep. 8 a.m. You didn't say that. I thought you, you you said you thought you were doing it after the 4th of July. I literally, they literally just called me an hour ago or maybe oh. 30 minutes ago. So like, how, how about Monday? And it's like Monday to Friday sound good. And I was like, that sounds good to me. Nice, nice. Like, is it like a standard eight, like eight to five type so, of thing or overtime? Yeah. They're open from 7.30 to 4.30. So I think I'm going to be working like the 8 to 4.30 or 8 to 5 shift. And then uh, they have overtime. So, like, I'll get paid uh, time and a half if I have to work overtime. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's where uh, that's where you got to get it. <laughs> the overtime, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, overtime is like uh, – it doesn't even feel like overtime. Yeah, I mean, like, whenever I, like, did the math for, like, the pay for – Overtime, I was like, hmm, this ain't this ain't gonna hurt. <laughs> right. It doesn't even feel it doesn't even like feel like it's you know, you think of overtime, you think of oh stress. But you see that dollar amount, you're like, ooh. <laughs> I'll say a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How long you need? <laughs> um but are you a fan of like have you ever heard those situations of like uh wanting to work from like seven to three? Or, like, yeah. the different lifestyles? Do you yeah. have any strong opinions I, about those? I am such a morning person, so I would prefer, like, a 7 to 3 shift, but I'm not going to say I complain about an 8 to 4, 8 to 4.30 shift. Mm-hmm. As, long as, they, as long as they ain't 9 to 6, I ain't going to say I complain. It would be cool to have those, like, possibilities, like an option type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, some, like, it'd be cool to do, like, you know, one month of, like, let's do 7 to 3. like. Hmm. I feel like in the summers, well, in summers don't count, but like in the winter, definitely, because yeah. you know, sun goes down so quick that um, like five o'clock, you're just it's dark. So yeah, I know people cool have. Like, I know what? people have vacational like, uh, schedule of like one week is seven to four, the next week it's eight to five. Why did I get so blurry? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. (laughs) But you said what? Some people have rotational schedules. Like one week it's like seven to four. The next week it's eight to five. Like I think that's cool. Yeah, that's true. So you you ready for Monday? Mentally? I mean, I've been unemployed for 13 months, so I'm ready to make (laughs) some arrow. Yeah. So eager. Yeah, like, I'm excited. Like, I don't really, like, get nervous, like, stuff like that. Like, as long as I go in, learn, listen, do my job, I feel like I'm fine. Yeah. Um, how's the weather in the H? Hot. I, you. Have you, um, how was it? Have you heard of the Saharan thing going on? Yeah, the, the dust. Uh, the dust stuff that's not come through this weekend. Yeah, apparently it's like coming in because I can. I kind of noticed it today. I was like, "Why is it so cloudy?" 
And my dad's like a weatherman. He's like, oh, it's uh, the Saharan desert thing. And um, I was like, that's kind of cool. Apparently, it's like the prime of it's going to be tomorrow. Yeah. It's like, it's like weird, though, that I'm starting work on Monday because our judge here, the main judge in the biggest county here in the state, uh, Harris County, her name is Judge Hidalgo, and she's basically signing another, like, stay-at-home order. So, mm-hmm. like... <laughs> oh, is it... Are you going to be in person or live or or remote? He's the in person. In person, live. I'm going to be in, I'm gonna be in person. Like really? In the, in the office. So, yeah, I'm going to have to wear my mask and stuff. Yeah. Really? What's Nah. You should, like, be like, nah, remote. Nah. There ain't, ain't no remote. It was like, you're going to be in the office with people. So, I'm just going to have to wear my mask all day. What? Do you, uh, did they say what percentage of people are in the office now? So I went in the office twice already and it's like a very like tiny office. Like they have people out there like who are like truck drivers and like moving stuff in the yard. Then they have like people who are like sales and operations management training. They have like big like cubicle desk up with walls and stuff. So, hmm. But as soon wait, as wait, I what did you just say? Cubicle desk and what? <laughs> and walls? <laughs> what do you mean? What you okay? What did you just say? Cubicle desk and what? Cubicles, desk, and stuff. Oh, I thought you said something else. <laughs> what do you think I said? Well, have you like the yoga balls thing oh, that people use for a desk chair? <laughs> Those are live, actually. So like yeah, I'm just gonna go in there wear my mask. But as soon as I hear somebody test positive, um, yeah, seriously, because like, isn't that's like one of the things though? Uh, like your business can only be fifty percent stuff like that. Um, but I guess maybe you said it was a smaller office, so maybe they don't, they wouldn't have to go under that. Yeah, I think it's like one of the regional facilities here in like Houston because there's fifteen different locations but i feel like i'm working at like the main transportation district because like where i drive is like all the companies are down there like jb hunt penske extra like all those companies are down there in the district gotcha yeah dallas i know dallas we we're back to 50 percent in the restaurants no bars yep um yeah it's kind of just i i kind of felt like this was going to happen just like Phase three, and then phase two, and then phase three, phase four, phase two. Like that's probably what's gonna happen, just to like balance it out with the spikes. Um, yeah, because Texas, it's just, it's just weird that the biggest states was one of the first that was gonna be opening up. Like I feel like that shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> um, but. Yeah. I was looking at the graphs and stuff, and I was like, man, like, Texas went from nothing to 5,000 cases every day. And, uh, yeah, so I guess Governor Abbott was like, all right, let's 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 chill out for a little bit. Because um, he was threatening, like, even phase four. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, man. <laughs> this, dude, this dude said, hey, everybody go outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's tough. I mean – yeah, it's like we I mean we can look at it and be like, oh it's bad, but it, it's one of those things where you're trying to make every generation happy. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, 
the 50 year old with four kids doesn't care about any of this right now. You know, it's like, they're, they're give, give me to work. <laughs> nah, I've been dying. They're like, these kids are going to drive me insane. Like, let these yeah. kids go. Like, uh, my, my cleaning lady's here right now, and she's like one of those like people that's like, they just need to let everybody go outside and get immune to it and like yada yada. And then she's like, um, when they go get the vaccination, I ain't going to get it because uh, I got the flu shot and it went horrible on my body one time and I never got it again. Vaccinations don't work and like stuff like that. So just, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm really just wanting, honestly, I'm being selfish because I don't want to go back to Lubbock. Because I can't imagine, like, I don't want to go to Texas Tech when there's no social life. That sounds horrible. It sounds depressing. <laughs> it really does. That, that sounds like you're being sent to, like, boarding school or military right. camp. I'm just, like, my classes, they're really trying to be in person. But I, I don't think it's going to happen. I just, they were saying, like, one person per elevator. Just, Bro, What? Like, we're going to be sitting six feet from each other. You can't talk to the professors well, in person, you, like, one-on-one. -on -one. How big were your classes in general? Like, what was your smallest class and what was your largest class? If you can well, remember. like, I guess these are a little bit smaller. I mean, the grad classes are, like, 20 to 30 people. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, we're all, like, kind of by each other. So, yeah, it's just... We're going to be six feet from each other. We're all going to be wearing – it'll be mandatory to be in mask. So, like, there's not going to be much participation, really. And this is going to be just weird. It's going to be, like, very apocalyptic. Like, it's just, like, a different world. And so my classes are from, like, are Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so uh, part of me is just kind of like, well, at least it's only Tuesday and Thursday. So, like – I could just like go home on Thursdays and then go back there on Mondays. Um, yeah. That's so, so, much, that's so much gas. I don't care. <laughs> it's just worth it. Um, yeah. It, it'll keep me sane. Um, just being in a small city. Cause I'm, I can't like, ugh. part of going up to tech was the social life. And so they're really, emphasizing the freshmen i understand what they're trying to do they're trying to brainwash the freshmen try to get them and they're trying to trap them you know and so um 80 per, i think 80 percent of the freshman classes are going to be normal somehow which i don't know it, and then one of my professors was saying that just because it's going might be in person the professor still has the last say so, I mean, one of my summer professors, he was saying, like, for his fall class, he's thinking about just maybe every other class in person. So, that would be nice. But I don't have any of his classes in the fall, so that stinks. He's, like, the coolest professor in this program. But, uh, yeah, so we'll see. Um, yeah, in person. Ah, love it, man. <laughs> Love it, love it, goofy. <laughs> You're gonna, and it's just like a thousand people going into that two, three mile radius from across the country. Forty thousand alcoholics. Like, if the bars are slightly open, they're gonna go. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'll be the last, like middle to last people if like if it's somewhat down. So, man. You just went on a whole tangent. You, you got triggered a little bit. No, no, of course. You, you feel in some type of way. Yes, because I'm just kind of like, I might as well just go to DBU. Like, it's just, like, it's just, like, literally the only reason I'm staying or our only, re- only reason I'm proud to be a Texas Tech Raider right now is because I get to use their name, Texas Tech. I'm it's just quite taking quite. advantage of their name. I'm just, I don't care about anything. <laughs> I don't care. It's just, I'm just using y'all's, Yeah. This boy said he KD. He ring chasing. <laughs> I'm definitely ring. I'm name chasing. He said, so. <laughs> you, you and KD belong in the same room. Because I was doing like pros and cons the other day. Because I was like, all right, pros. I was like social life. Um, the name of it. That was like two. And then the other two, the cons were like, I have to kind of be responsible for my own food. Because, you know, here I was kind of eating with my parents and having cafeteria. They don't really have cafeterias up in tech. It's a little different. And then um, the other con was like small city or something. But I was like, wow, the social life is now a con. So literally the only pro was the name. And so, you, already, you already have a year invested into it. You might as well finish out the other year. It, exactly. So I'm just like, it's it's too late. You just got to make the most of it. And everybody's suffering. Everybody's kind of just doing I've never weird. Like- I've never heard somebody like transfer graduate schools. Like, how does that work? The same as undergrad? Uh, I have no idea. I think it's one of those things where like it's hush hush. Like it's just kind of like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's one of those things where it's like I I have kind of researched just because I'm just curious. I like, to know every option, and I think one of them was like you can only transfer up to nine graduate credits. I was like, yeah. what if I what if something happened bad, knock on wood, and I needed to come back to Dallas and I had, I needed like nine more hours of the whole program. I'm sure like some, one of these chill Dallas schools would be like, just come in, come in and take three classes and wrap it up. Like I just can't, and like a de- with decent grades. Yeah. I don't, whatever. Um, when you said hush hush, it made me think about that one song you made, so I just had to start laughing. Oh. Which one? That song where it was like hush hush, sticky icky ooey ooey, something like that. What? Didn't you, didn't, you, <laughs> Wait. Didn't, didn't you make some song like that? I don't have a song like ooey ooey. You know, not ooey ooey. You did something like ridiculous. It was a ridiculous like slide. Was it when I was recording? It? Yes. Oh, at Matt's? No, no, no. This is like one one of your songs on one of your albums has like, I'll have to go find it. I know what I'm talking about. Wait, say it again. Ooey, ooey, gooey, gooey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's enter this podcast. Introduce. Uh, talk about podcast. Episode. Episode. Stay forgetting the episode. I don't. Something in the 60s. We're moving in. Moving on. 60. Uh, eight, sixty-eight. Shout out Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, everybody. Uh, I got Josh Barnes on the cast. Um, 
Yeah, we we know about your day. Um, let's see. Um, <laughs> my mom mentioned the other day. She was like, "I listen to y'all's podcast sometime." I was like, "Oh," and um, she was like, "Y'all, I don't know what y'all are talking talking about half the time, but y'all sound very articulate." <laughs> All right, cool. Shout um, out, Mama, shout out, Mama Bellenhausen. <laughs> Your um, uh, was it? you have any deep topics did the world happen did, the, did anything happen in the world this past week everything Jenna, Mar- Jenna Marbles quit YouTube bro or she temporarily she temporarily stopped YouTube no one cares about Jenna Marbles <laughs> what is Jenna Marbles let me just see well, 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 no, no it, it uh, feeds back into your whole like cancel culture thing cause she she had to apologize for something she said back in 2011, almost like 10 years ago. And people were like really hurt by it. So she came out and apologized. And then she was like, I don't want to hurt any more people. So I'm going to temporarily like stop making YouTube videos. It might be permanently forever. Like she kind of got canceled in a way. It's like your whole like thing about cancel culture. What does she do? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, marbles. She'll be back in a year. Um, That's so weird. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of. Uh, this is all new. Jenna Marbles, 11 minute video. Move on. Something about that included a 2011 video in which she wore blackface while impersonating Nicki Minaj. Um, there's so much, like, there's so much blackface situations popping up. Yeah. I didn't grow up really in the 2000s, so I can't really, like, I don't know. Well, okay, she was trying to impersonate Nicki Minaj. I th- we were talking about this, like, a couple weeks ago. We're like, why is blackface, like... A thing. Um, so, what is it? Uh, what am I trying to say? Well, what is your, like, opinion of blackface? Uh, if you're, is there any good way to blackface? Like, I don't any. Know why, I don't know why it's a thing in general. Number one, it looks hideous. Number two, it's like, it's just offensive in general. Like, not even because like, I'm a black person, but like, it's just like, why are we doing this? Like, why can't you just like reenact somebody just like naturally, like be yourself, you know? Yeah. Because I'd be like me putting on like a, uh, a very white, I guess, white face, you would call it, and, like, reenacting, like, you know, other people. Like, I feel like that could be offensive either way. Yeah. Um, um, it's all Halloween's fault, I feel like. Because it's just, like, okay, like, someone... You're going to blame it on Halloween. <laughs> I'm blaming it on Halloween because that's what <laughs> happens the most. Um, it's like, yeah, when you're trying to impersonate people, like, I know Jimmy Kimmel... Jimmy Kimmel, this gets brought up every year, I feel like. He got he gets in trouble every year because he did blackface with or Carl Malone in like in the nineties, I think. And um Um What is it? So it was almost like it was kinda normal back then. Jimmy Fallon did it for Chris Rock. Um Okay, let's see. Uh if you're like, let's say, if you're trying to be Dirk Nowitzki, 
for Halloween. You just, I don't know. Trying to think creatively, I feel like. Um, okay, if I was trying to be Dirk Nowitzki for Halloween, what would I buy? I would buy a blonde wear a jersey. I wear a blonde wig. I'd wear a jersey, and I might have like something honoring like the 2011 championship ring. Like I feel like you get the gist. Like I feel like I don't need to go buy like a white face or like buy like a whole Davinsky or Nowitzki like bald head cap or something like that. You know? Yeah. That's true. Because you get the gist. Like, you don't have to, like, go all the way out. And if you can't tell him Dirk Nowinski, then, like, you really don't know much about the NBA. Yeah. Um, I'd, wear the, I'd wear the high white socks and those white shoes he always wore. Like, it was just like, easy. It's, it's easy to impersonate him. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'll have to, like, look back at this video. Have you have, Did you see the actual video of her impersonating uh, Nikki? I haven't, but I, I plan to watch it. But, like, also, I guess it's just so crazy to me that, like, people are discovering things from, like, almost a decade ago and oh. finding reasons to cancel people. Like, in my eyes, how is somebody ever supposed to learn and grow if you're just going to go back and constantly haunt their past? Like, how are they ever supposed to get better as an individual? Yeah. Yeah. That's true, like, because it happened in 2011. Which, yeah, it's... That's, like, the tough part, too, because it's like, yeah, I'm sorry, but, yeah, what you're saying, it's just, like, you're done now, but it's like, okay, (laughs) if you do it now, yeah, it's just kind of, like, be smart, no one is doing blackface now, like, but, like, I look at, I look at in the situation as, like, since you were my roommate for three years, if I found out, like, before I agreed to be your roommate, that, you said the N-word a few times in the sixth grade. And I was like, no, nah, I can't be roommates with you. You say the N-word, you don't like black people or something like that. Like, I'm like, how am I, obviously, like, you learned, like, that was inappropriate to say, you know? Like, yeah. and, now, and now you're 18, 19, 20 years old. So, like, why am I going to hold something back that you did when you were 12? Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that's why, that's why it's kind of weird. Because, yeah, yeah, it's bad, but, like, I'm not going to judge them now. Unless they still, yeah. Unless they still do that same pattern, yeah. I'm not gonna be like, all right, what you did in 2012. I'm gonna. It's holding your grudge. Like we hold such grudges and cling on to things. Yeah. Um, Jenna Marbles. She was still making videos. <laughs> well, she was like, she was still popular. Like some of my friends still be talking about her content. I was like, I thought she died like 2012, but obviously not. That's so interesting. Um. Hmm. Well, that's uh, that stinks. She'll be back. She says she's gonna like not post anymore. Yeah, Quit she her channel. It, it could be like a temporary like pause. Yeah. It'll be temporary. Um. Hmm. Yeah, uh, de- blackface is definitely canceled. Not gonna like be a thing anymore. I mean, um. We are talking about, like, Robert Downey did it back in the day. Yes. That's, like, the last one. I think that's – everybody's kind of understood. Why, why isn't that, like, a big deal? Well, he's – well, like, I guess because – how long ago was it? I don't know exactly when it was. I think it was pretty long ago, and I think he has come out and said it was kind of weird. 
but yeah, yeah. Um, definitely okay. wouldn't be that. Uh, speaking of like you know topics, uh, today they came out and said that sixteen of the three hundred and two NBA players have tested positive for COVID. Really? Yes, sixteen of the three hundred and two players that tested have tested Was, positive. Uh, the three hundred players that are going to Orlando. Ah, uh, yes, that's what's to re- resume the. Hmm. I heard Jokic got it. I think that's yeah. the only big name I knew. But he's asymptomatic, and he's expected to fly back from. I think he's in Serbia, but correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's the country he's from. He's in Serbia. He's supposed to fly back from Serbia to Denver next week. Hmm. So now what? <laughs> What's like the next step? They're just like <laughs> they forget that those sixteen and just keep moving on. I have no idea. Or like survivor. Um, yeah, the number one tennis player in the world, Novak Djokovic. He's been wild, and he uh, he hosted a whole party. He had a tennis party full of people, and him, his wife, and many other people that attended the party got the the vaccine. But uh, Nadal, who's the number two player in the world, Rafael Nadal, he's like, if we resume tennis, I'm not playing against Novak Djokovic unless he gets a vaccine for a, a test. No, until he gets a vaccine. He said, I will not play against Novak Djokovic until he gets a vaccine for the COVID, uh, coronavirus. But, but there is no vaccine. He's somebody he's going to have to wait. Oh, he's going to wait. Dang. Yeah, That's going to be wild. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. He's like, I don't feel comfortable playing against him until, like, because you know, uh, apparently Rafael Nadal's just been, like, chilling out, but Novak's been, like, everywhere, you know, doing his thing. Dang. Novak said what? <laughs> yeah. And that's the number one and number two tennis player in the world. Dang. Is Federer still top four? I'm pretty sure he's number three or four. Federer's never going to be bad. He ages with grace. I don't understand. He hasn't won a major in a, in a little bit. It's been like a year or two, but he's still always like competitive. He's still he's going to be competitive in every Wimbledon for the rest of his life. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's his that's his surface. Yeah. It's just like ain't nobody beating Rafael Nadal on clay. <laughs> hmm. Dude has 13, 12 or 13 titles on, on Clay. That's ridiculous. Um, but wait, how long? What is like the old? What's old in tennis? Like, is Federer like past normal? Yeah. Old? <laughs> he's like, he's like almost like 40. Yeah. It, so that's not normal, right? No. So, like, uh, Andy Murray, he just retired and he was like 29 years old and he was like, in his, yeah, but like, all these guys, all the big three of uh, Djokovic, Nadal, and Federer, they're all like past their prime, especially for tennis. No, seriously. Those, yeah, those three are just like, they've been around since we were kids. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Um, yeah. And they're like number one, two, and I think four all time on like the most major list. Like, Federer's one at 20, uh, Raphael's. Two at nineteen, I think Djokovic is like four with sixteen. Yeah, Djokovic has slow, quietly like gone up the ranks or like backed yeah. up the titles. Yes, he went from eight to sixteen in like a five-year span. Because <laughs> I remember like Federer was like the king. Like he won like the he broke the record or something, and it was like a big deal. Yeah. There was like a lot of space, and then the doll caught up real quick, and then Djokovic caught up real quick. It's just like. Those three are just in their own league. Um, it's like uh, maybe they're just 
better health wise, just more muscle and like they figured out the game a little bit. Um, I've always been impressed with those type of athletes, you know, like LeBron and Tom Brady, like how they've been like elite for like so long. Right. So those are like really cool situations. And I think it's just basic health. Like, cause I think like the sports health world has been very um, opened up the last like 10 years of just like, Oh yeah, just eat right. And that expands your career like five years. Like right. I think it's just simple things that no one really even thought about in the eighties. So yeah, I think that's pretty cool. But well, uh, cause I, I think it's like even more crazy in tennis just because, you know, like tennis is a very endur- endurance sport. Like you're going to have to run, you probably run like at least a few miles in between each match. Like it's crazy. And like for those guys to still be beating the young guys, at their age, it's just like it's remarkable. I don't know if we're able to see another big three era of tennis like this. Hmm. Yeah, I can't name any tennis player under twenty-five. That's a guy. <laughs> Do you know any? Uh, the next Federer, Djokovic. I mean, no. I mean, I know people they label them as, but no. Who has who's like the best under twenty five year old? Um, there's a guy named uh, he's not from America. I don't know where he's from. His name is Dominic Thiem, and he's supposed to be really good. He's made like a couple semifinals and a finals, but other than that, like I can't think of any people anytime Dang. soon. They're gonna dethrone Nadal, Federer, or Djokovic. That's it. See, that's what's happening. No young, no young players are like competing. Hmm. Yeah. And, like, the only, like, woman I know is, like, Coco. Yeah, I know Coco and Naomi. Oh, Saka, yeah. Yes. I like Naomi. <laughs> but, uh, she's yeah. She's really like you. She don't want to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's, she seems quieter than me. Um, but, yeah. What is it? Um, uh, one second. Nay. Naomi. Yeah, I was trying to. I, Naomi was like one of those like if I was Hollywood, I'd I'd go after her. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's like my age. Yeah, but she's dating a uh, YBN Corday. That uh. Oh, yeah. the rapper. Half yeah. Marcy. I was like, man. Mr. Corday. I don't like Corday now. Um, Why not? Because he's dating, he's dating uh, Naomi. Naomi, Naomi had that cool, like, she's like Japanese, black. It's like a weird, like, kind of interesting mix, you know? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but we're talking about Djokovic. Uh, so, okay, the, player, the players uh, with coronavirus. They're just gonna pause them. I think. I think. Didn't they do like if they had the virus, they just quarantine like normal, and they'll join up later. Maybe. In two weeks, she said they'll test them again in two weeks. See if they still have. If they're cleared, they can come back to play. Hmm. Man. Oh, this NBA. Oh, that's gonna be something. Uh. One of their star players is going to catch, and it's going to cause a team to not win a championship. Seriously. It's going to happen. 
Do you think there's going to be a team where they're going to, like, sneak into, like, the conference finals? The just because it's such a – no, just like the Rockets? Like, um, yeah. It helps them tremendously. Or how about even – okay, how about even, like, a five-seed, five eight-seed type of team that could just sneak in just because, like, the, the season's so weird now, just because maybe some weird – all right, since I'm on my phone and you're on your laptop, read me the five of the eight and the five of the West. Five of the eight, five of the West. Uh, see, top five conference, NBA. Read maybe me maybe, the the, maybe the Mavs. Um, Oof. <laughs> you're one, you one missing piece away from me the, giving you credentials. Dang, the Rockets are a six seed? Jeez. Yeah. They do not feel like it. I haven't seen these in a while. They're, they're uh, the same record as the OKC Thunder, I believe. Yeah. Uh, five through eight in the West is Thunder, Rockets, Mavs, Grizzlies. Um, My money would go on Houston to make a surprise run out of that bunch. Especially yeah. the, Clippers, the Clippers are going to have to play the Mavs in the first round. Cheap, that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> I could see maybe the Sixers – What's the kind East? of this, yeah, the six seed. Just kind five, of this, what? Who's five through eight in the East? Five through eight are the Pacers, 76ers, Nets, and Magic. Oh, yeah, okay, I agree with that. Then. Mm-hmm. The Magic. I just feel like this will be a extremely weird playoffs. It won't be like, you know, in the second round, it's always like, one, four, three, two. Like, it's very standard. Like, that's why I kind of like the NBA, because it's going to have the better teams. Um, there won't be – there's not many upsets, really. Um, but I feel like there's going to be, like, some maybe, like, March Madness type of run or, like, the baseball team that gets hot, like, in September. Just because, like, there's been no play for the next – for, like, the last three months. So, I just – some player might just go like Luka Doncic, like him maturing for three months is huge for him at that age, just because it's like you know at that age you're just um, yeah you're maturing so quickly. So I don't know, maybe Luka got some like I don't know daddy weight or something. I don't know, so uh, just thickness or something. This <laughs> dude say Luka Doncic is gonna turn into what James Harden used to be. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, all right, what has, been the, what has been the most surprising playoff run you've seen growing up so far? The most surprising? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I know, I, I know the most surprising run in general was I – was, I wasn't watching, but, like, in 99, it was the Knicks. To the eight, yeah, eight seed. And that was – that, again, that was another weird year where it was, like, a – it was a lock – Lock in. So, yeah, the eight seed Knicks going to the finals. Like, this is, but they had so much veteran old guys. So, it was just kind of like, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's going to be like a weird. Yeah. And I guess, like, also what people forget about that situation is I think Patrick Ewing got hurt in game two of the conference final or the semi conference final. They still made the finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most surprising run in the NBA. No, it doesn't have to be NBA. It can be any sport. Oh, NBA does not. Yeah, there's not many, like, surprising. But, uh, I mean, like, always going to be the Giants. 
in what 20 or 2008 or 2007. <laughs> um, I remember that was such a weird because I remember that year. Because uh, the Giants were the sixth seed, like a wild card, and I think they won their the NFC Championship. And I kept, I remember, I kept saying to my dad, I was like, "Eli Manning is in the Super Bowl." Like just saying those words was just so weird <laughs> back then. <laughs> like that's so disgusting. And then they win, and then they win again. So it's just whatever. Can you think of like a surprising? Uh, mine would be probably it would be baseball. It would be the 2011 St. Louis Cardinals. They made the playoffs on the last day of the season. Uh, they, yeah. they beat that great Philly team in the uh, in the DS, and then they beat their rival, the Brewers, LOL Milwaukee. Uh, in, in the uh, CS, and then they went on to beat the Rangers in 2011. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, That's the only time you cared about baseball. You were yeah, watching that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't oh. cared about Rangers baseball since, what, the Blue Jay situation? Yeah. Since Batista oh. kicked us out. Speaking of the Rangers, y'all have been getting roasted on Twitter about y'all's new ballpark look. Really? Yes, like apparently people have been saying like the outside of it like looks like a trash can, like the, <laughs> the metal on top. I'm not looked at like the top of like the stadium, like how it looks. Like people have been like, imagine coming out of AT&T Stadium and you look across the street and you see a trailer being parked as the Rangers ballpark. Like they've been like roasting the ballpark. What? Like, huh? Yeah. I- Nah, nah. <laughs> I'm trying to zoom in, but it won't let me in. Um, interesting. It looks like somebody put Home Depot on it. <laughs> Dang, that's funny. Yeah, it does look like a barn. I mean, it's fine. No, people have been giving it like. People are like, y'all's tax dollars went to this this recycling <laughs> thing. Like, people are That's funny. Um, man, I I just want the AC. I'm. I don't care what it looks like. I need uh, air conditioning. You, you don't you gonna miss the old days sitting outside? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not a, no uh, Saturday afternoon baseball games over there. No. Um, is is the Astros retractable? Yes, it is. Really? Yes. I have never seen the Astros game outside. Uh, right? I've, been, I've been to a couple that have been, you know, with the roof off, but, like, obviously like it gives you an advantage during playoff games because the sound just gets compacted in there. But it's Houston, Texas. We are not going to no baseball games in the middle of the summer. Yeah. Winter. Yeah. That's disgusting. Um Base uh Rangers. Oh, the surprising run. Um Twenty Eleven Cardinals. I don't even with baseball, everything is surprising. Everybody like that's just kind of normal now. That's why I'm fed up with hockey too. Because it's just like there's too many eight seeds going to the Stanley Cup. (laughs) You can't have that many eight seeds. (laughs) Man, oh my gosh. I was so mad when I was a when I was a hockey fan for like a week when the stars <laughs> when the stars in 2015 were the number one seed best record in the nhl 
and you know top 10 best record ever i was like okay at least make the uh conference finals (laughs) but no we lose in six games to the eighth seed (laughs) (laughs) i'm just like nah i'm retiring from being a hockey fan (laughs) that made that made no sense to me um have you heard about the whole uh yankees cheating scandal yeah did that pop up like the last week or something yeah why what did they cheat on they cheated apparently on the the same season the Astros cheated in 2017. Were they both like stealing signs and stuff? I guess so. I mean, I haven't really read into like the article, but apparently, like it happened. And like some people have come and be like, at least if you're gonna cheat, be good at it. Like y'all couldn't even win. <laughs> right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. They all do it. They all do it. I mean, do you think they all? Do you think all baseball teams cheat? Yes. Okay, okay. I'm just I'm just <laughs> cuz I think but, it's <laughs> but it's obvious because like in my head number 1 before like this season the upcoming season starts you could have a iPad right after you go strike out you can grab the iPad and see what the pitcher like did you can look at the signs right there while you're watching your at bat so I was just like you could go down into the the uh, the clubhouse and like watch the game and like look at signs it's like y'all are making this so easy. Mm. It's like our perspective our percep what perspective of cheating have changed over the years like uh yeah the ipad thing 20 years ago i feel like that'd be like oh non-traditional or like you know some type of screen or like some type of some like where a coach well i'm pretty sure like when in the 90s or something when they struck out or something the the player would go back to the bench and that coach would be like hey this is what that guy did mm-hmm. right that the equivalent right um yeah let him cheat i mean you still gotta hit the pitch <laughs> uh, and i mean it's still low scoring to a extent like there's still like yeah i know we have like there's been a lot of runs lately but I, I mean, at least it's not like 30 to 20. Like, it's not like that crazy. Um, yeah. Just, just let them have it. Um, what is, what's your opinion on the whole Jamal Adams to the Cowboys? Jamal Adams. We talk about it every year. We ain't going to do anything. <laughs> We're not signing him. Uh, I read a source this morning that – Jadavian Clowney, his top two teams will be the Cowboys and the Saints. So we'll see. Really? Hmm. Um, don't we talk about trading for Jamal Adams every year? But maybe since he's a free agent, it's like, hmm, like it would be not that big of a sacrifice. He's still not a free agent. We still have to trade, and the Jets want a first-round pick, and they want Lyle Collins for him. I thought they released him. No, nah, so they he just demanded a, a trade again. Okay. <laughs> again? Yeah, again. He hates it there. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Would you want to play for the Jets? <laughs> I mean, the Sam Jets. is cool. I mean, uh, Again, the Jets. <laughs> I mean, granted, uh, we lost to them last season, so I really can't say much. That's true. And I had the most uh, throwback, awful take whenever you sent me. It was like, the Jets. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, laughed them out of the pot. I was like, okay. 
<laughs> got receipts. Um, hmm. And yeah, that should uh, Jamal Adams. Football. I heard they canceled the Hall of Fame game. They did. I'm just kind of like, oh, here we go. Like, you know, it's kind of – I feel like it's transitioning to football with this virus situation. I mean, are they still selling tickets? I think they are. They haven't, like – NFL hasn't made a decision, like, hasn't they come just, out and said there's going to be no fans or anything. They literally – they have sold tickets, and they said that training camp will start on time. It just might look a little different. That's scary because, like, the NFL doesn't really care about people, you know? <laughs> so it's – they're just like, hey, if you want to go, you go type of situation. So I could definitely see a situation where the NFL is just like, if you want to go to the games, you go to the games. But that wouldn't fly with governors. Hmm. Yeah, all that's interesting because it's like – so many uh, situations. Do you think there's going to be fans? No. Okay. I, mean. I, think, I, think gonna, I think they're going to have to get, like, every player's going to have to be mic'd up so, like, it'll be, like, a more, like, personable season so we get to hear everything, like, all the trash talk between, like, for instance, if Jalen Ramsey and DeAndre Hopkins play each other this season, you're going to hear, like, all the, like, trash talk between them or something. Mm-hmm. Man, that just kind of stinks for, like, I mean, the owners are suffering but you know because like if that's not bringing in money because i feel like that's, that's a big source of money fans yes going to the games so it's like fans aren't coming to the games so the owners can have like an excuse to not pay someone as much mm-hmm. yeah i get your point but also you know they're showing up to work gotta pay them something yeah i mean your boy dak finally signed his franchise Tender, so finally one year, thirty-one point four million dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty good. Well, again, yeah, I think I wasn't that a situation where like Dak was probably like, okay, let's just get one year for this virus situation, and then kind of redo it next year. Is that what kind of was thinking? So they have until July. I don't know what the date is. July something to get a deal done. But if not, then he'll just play one year on the franchise tag. But remember, you can be franchise tag twice, so this could happen again next year. Gosh. I don't blame him. You have as much money as you can every year. <laughs> um, huh. But I feel like he would want a long-term contract very soon. Just right. to Here. some money. Um, let's see. Uh, sports. Oh, let's see. Sarah Storm, you got any other things? Like you um, said, the world is boring now. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> really nothing to do. Um, what is it? Uh, what? I don't know why, but being 24. The age 24, I feel like it's the first time where I can say, like, your age as, a, as an excuse to get out of something. Like, if someone invites me somewhere, I'm like, I'm 24. I need to, like, chill. 
and like go to sleep. Like I feel like it's such a responsible age now. Give give me an example. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Like, it was like I'm too old to be Snapchatting. You know, like 24. Like, I feel like because 23 is like a you know, I feel like 23 is like the last like sexy age. Young. Like, yeah, like Jordan year, LeBron year, you know, that thing. 24 is just kind of like, all right, you're 24, you're grown, go. Um, you got Kobe mentality now, Mamba mentality. Yeah. Turn I feel like you can get out of a party. Like, if someone invites you out, like, yo, I'm 24. I've, I've done the drinking thing. I'm done. I don't know. It's like, it's a good, I'm enjoying it a little bit. I've done that, I've done that twice. Because I, I would respond back, like, I'm 24. I, I got to go to sleep. But somebody invites me out. But in reality, it's just an excuse because I don't want to go out. I like it. I like the excuse part of it. So why not just stand up? Why go through all that extra effort? I'm, like, I'm 24. I'm not going to go out. Because I don't want to be extremely honest to people. Because that saying that is better than being like, no, I don't want to hang with you. No, you could just be like, no, no, you could just be like, no, but thank you for the invite. Yeah, exactly. Peace. That's like too. Uh, that's PC. What, that's what are you doing? <laughs> I tell them, I'm too an E4. I gotta go to bed. <laughs> it's just, it's either I don't like, I, if I wanted to, I would. Yeah, I don't know. Thanks yeah. for the invite. It's just kind of like, it's too mannery. I don't if know. I, if I start hitting you up right here, I'm 24. <laughs> you, you, you ain't getting no more invites ever. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, I'm only telling a select few so I can use it on most people. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, I saw uh, Kyle Zolke is in a relationship. I, see that? I roasted him a few days ago because he posted a picture. I think he updated his like cover photo on Facebook or something. His haircut was wild. So I said, like, what, what is on your hair? Really? He, said, he got a different haircut? He said the barber messed up his head. So I said, oh, I'm like. And he posted it? <laughs> it was okay. Like him and his family. Yeah, he, he confident now. So I'm gonna oh. oh, it was with his family. Okay. Got it. Um, yeah. He told me, I spoke on the phone with him a couple of weeks ago. and. The girl is, whenever we came in, August of 2015, she was graduating that December. So she's like four, four and a half years older than him. Dang, really? Yeah, he pulled. What, so that's like 27? 26, 27, yeah. Dang. Huh. My boy pulling. (laughs) That brings up an interesting topic. Wait, no, would you like <laughs> hmm. ask it, okay. Date like a would you date someone at twenty three, a twenty nine year old? Depends on what their uh what stage they are at in life. Like if they're looking for kids and marriage right away, then no. But like That's true, it, like it really depends. <laughs> it really depends. Yes. Cause there's immature twenty nine year olds. And then there's like extremely mature twenty nine year old. So yeah, it it's exactly. everywhere. Last summer I went on a date. I was twenty two last summer. Yeah, I went on a date with a twenty five year old, and <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. And um, 
but everything was going smooth and all. And then she was like talking about like kids and marriage. She was like, I'm ready. I'm looking forward to like kids and marriage. Like that's what it's on like my top. And I was like, uh, it ain't nothing to cut that chick. What? <laughs> was was it the, the first time you hung out? It was like the first or second time. Yeah. Wow. Dang. That's bold. She was 25 and she was like, yeah, she's like, I'm really like, vibing with you and like she i think she was going to nursing school but she worked at a vet clinic or whatever and she was just like yeah like you know i'm looking to like you know like settle down like trying to have kids like you know like very soon and stuff and i was just like man that's a lot of pressure on a fresh grad i was like i ain't trying to have that on my plate you definitely mentioned that you were trying to go to grad school in the, t- in the conversation. Was that in the conversation? Uh, so like 25 sure. year olds would be like, ooh. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it really depends. I, the I think I, is, what? I think I did. Yeah, I did because she was like, what are like your career aspirations? So I was like, mm. I want to get a degree and then like, you know, I want to like get my way into the workforce, corporate America. So I guess that's why she was entertain but that's kind of weird to be like oh he going to grad school i want kids and <laughs> i mean yeah that's what roped her in she was like oh okay time to get married um what happens if i would have said i'm going to get my phd what would happen <laughs> <laughs> she'd have been she'd have proposed yeah phd uh but she, uh, she actually, I didn't end up like cutting her off. She actually, if I'm being real, she ended up cutting me off. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Day plot twist. Yeah. What? But was was it because you said you weren't really eager for that? It was. It was because I didn't have enough experience. If you know what we're oh, talking. Oh. Yeah. Really. Yes. Dang. On the date, she was like. I'm trying to. What does she say? This analogy is going to have you dying. Let me let me think of it. My yeah, head. just say I don't. I don't care. As she said, I have to ride the boat <laughs> before we go to sea or something like that. <laughs> she said, "Dang, I gotta ride the boat before we sail at sea or something like that." Wow. <laughs> Just talking that spicy. <laughs> who is this person? I was shook. I was like, who are you? I was shook. What was she doing with her life? She, like I said, she was going to nursing school, but she was working on going to nursing. But she worked at a, a veterinarian clinic. Like she helped, like you know, save cats and dogs and stuff. But she lived with a couple of her roommates and stuff. She was super nice, like super chill. But she just wanted different things in life, and she was just like, you know. I'm a little like too inexperienced, and she was trying to ride the boat before it went off to sea. So <laughs> I wasn't, I was, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't make the cut. So was that, <laughs> I was that the cut. first or second? Like, this was like the first and second time y'all were hanging out. Mm-hmm. Dang, and she had a list because she, <laughs> she told me, well, she, she told me on the first time we met, like the first date, she was like, I'm gonna be honest with you. I was like, oh boy. And she was like, I wouldn't usually go for somebody as young as you, but she seemed very mature and very, like, gentleman-like. So don't 
she's like, don't ruin my perception of you. And I was just like, geez, that's so much pressure. She said, don't ruin my perception of you? Yes. Why, why is this girl talking like this? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, this girl didn't even have a bachelor's degree yet. I was like, at least I have like a degree. Like I'm like applying places. Like, you're still working on it like at 25. Like I'm trying to be nice and like, you know, encourage you. Know, so, but she was just like, she was just very, I would say she's very just strange. That's, that's how I would describe her. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then another reason she was like also like i'm bisexual and i was like this is the first oh. time i've like, the first time I'm like, you left like, that out yeah. <laughs> that's funny that's i was so confused and so you know what am, what did my dumb self ask what did you ask i asked two dumb questions back to back i gotta hear uh, these questions i had the first question i asked i said so, do you believe in open relationships? And what was the answer? She said, it depends on the, the scenario. It depends. Wow. Okay. And, and then next question? I asked, I was like... <laughs> I was swing? Like, I, I was like, does that mean you have, like, three stones and stuff like yeah. that? And she was like, I wouldn't be opposed to it. But I was like, oh, man. Hey. I was like, I need, I need to run. I need to run. <laughs> Dang. Interesting. Wow. What's her name, Sarah? No, her name was Taylor. Uh, close. Dang, that's funny. Dang, these are very deep. Like, second time hanging with someone, you're just <laughs> throwing that out there? <laughs> that's crazy. But she was talking about, she was wild, bro. She was like, she's talking about going to like strip clubs and like. Hey, okay. This is adding up now. Okay. And it's like that club. type of girl. Yes. But like, she would not, she would not come off that way. Like, you were just to walk past, you would never think that. But she was like, she, she was very, very open. That's what I'll say. Dang. Huh. You missed out. <laughs> I, I, I dodged the bullet. Dang, that's crazy. Oh, and then she she kind of like judged me for like living back home with my parents, kind of. At twenty two. What what'd she say? She like made like a little like snarky remark. She was like, "Oh, so like you're not like independent yet. Like you like don't have like your own place or anything. So like I have to come over to like mommy and daddy's house." And I was like, "Man." I've never understood that mentality, but... Yeah, Taylor... I don't like Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, t- yeah. Taylor's done. She, she, we canceling her? Yes. What? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's weird. That's whack. 25. Dang. Yeah. She moves weird. It's like very extreme. That just kept going and going. <laughs> I was like, okay, just didn't want someone inexperienced. Okay. But nah, just bye. Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> Judging you for being in the, not being like independent. Yeah. Where's she from? Like my area. Oh. 
Humble? New Caney? Like Kingwood. Kingwood. That's like, that's like a rival school. Mm. Yeah. What's like surprised the, none of this, I'm surprised none of this came up like the first time y'all hung out. <laughs> Dang, I, tried, I, I just tried to dump it. Like I don't even I don't even like thinking about it. I just dumped mm. it. What's like what is your ideal age to where you're like, okay, like I need to like get out on my own? Like, obviously, like, I think you and I have had, like, the talk before, like, in person, like, you don't really judge, like, somebody for, like, living at home. It's, like, smart financial thing to do, which I do, too, but um, I think it's the smart thing to do. But, like, when are you, like, all right, like, enough's enough. Like, it's time to, like, move out. What age would you say that for yourself? I feel like just the benchmark would be 25 um, of, like, <sighs> Yeah, 25, I feel like, is, like, the age where if – and this is the thing. You, you have to have nothing going. Like, if you have nothing going for you, if you're not even, like – man, that's so tough. Uh, you don't have a plan and you're living at home. See, that's, that's where I'm kind of cringe a little bit with some people where they don't have, like, a plan or, like, a job, but they're still, like, living at home and they're, like, above 21, you know? Mm-hmm. And I haven't even, like, thought about that. Because I'm just like, yo, no, I need to, like, get some income before I, like, move out. Uh, mm. Yeah, I would say benchmark 25. I don't want to move out too soon, so I have to move back. I want to move. Right. I want to move and, like. Never uh, come back. <laughs> so there's so many people that get apartments at, like, 21 22 when it's extreme uh, where it's like kind of unnecessary mm-hmm. and then they move back with their parents at like 24 25 mm-hmm. and it's just like might as well just flip that like is there is there a certain like i hear a lot of people say like oh i'm not moving out until i have ten thousand dollars in my bank account my savings account is there a certain like plateau you want to hit before you move out or you like those people that believe you'll never have enough money to like seek or like be secure and move out like wait never have enough money to be secure and move out yeah, so like there are some people like that i talk to and they're like you could have ten thousand forty thousand in the bank like no matter what like you're never going to be safe so you might as well take that leap of faith and that risk and move out anyways you get what i'm saying yeah those are people that easily spend money um, <laughs> so that's just an excuse but um, I'm just like, if I have a full-time job and something I've been planning on, after like, easily, after, easily after six months, you should, okay, you should have a plan. I don't know. It really depends on everybody. Yeah. Just I got to stop you when you say like job that like you've been like planning on like do you mean something like you specifically want or something just like a job in general that like you got and it pays enough in six months you feel good enough to move out i mean a job where you've been like eyeing it since college you know one of those like graduate and then get a job okay the situations um and 
I mean, that's really tough. Um, I haven't even like thought about that most of all. Um, but I think you should get uh, okay. Twenty-five benchmark. Get out of the house, even if you, even if you can't afford it. Man, this is so tough. Uh, whatever. Because personally, okay, personally, I'm just like I'm not gonna get an apartment unless I can easily afford it. Like saving up. Like I don't want to like pay. I don't want to personally. I just don't want to be paycheck to paycheck where I have to depend. Yeah. Something or I'm in the streets. You know, right. I, I don't want to be like that. I think that way as well. I can think for me. That's normal though. That's scary. Yeah. Like, that's twenty percent of the country, and we're in a great country. Right. Uh, I think for me, I like told myself I was like, before you move out, you gotta at least have three to six months worth of rent before you even move out on your own. So in case something happens, you have enough to kind of give you time to rescue. Because like, say for instance, like you can never prepare for the market crashing like right now with coronavirus. You can never prepare for that. It's like mm. if you have three to six months, you have a plan to where you can still afford it and not live paycheck to paycheck and you can get another job in the meantime. Like, I don't want to be one of those people that are like, all right, I make this much on the 1st and the 15th. This one goes to the rent. And this one, I have to, like, salvage everything until my next paycheck on the 1st. Mm. See, this is why I'm so cheap. Like, because I'm thinking so, like, when I'm 26 or 27, I'm not going to spend something right now because I don't need anything, mm -hmm. technically. So I'm just kind of like, I'm saving up long term because it's like I will want that certain money later on. Longevity, yeah. Yeah, I don't want things to leverage me. <laughs> I want, I want to leverage things. Um, so, yeah, it's just. But that's not like that's the thing. What we're saying right now is extremely not normal. So it's just <laughs> like that's why it's so, it's hard to put in words because I'm trying to be the extreme opposite of that. Um, I, I yeah. think the biggest blessing for me about DBU is I had never heard of Dave Ramsey until I got to DBU. I had no idea who that dude was. Really? And, like, and then once I got, yeah, I had never heard of him. Then once I got to DBU, and I was like, this dude kind of making sense. Mm -hmm. And so, like, from time to time, I'm like, hmm, what's Dave got to say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I listen to his podcast here and there. Um, but, yeah, I mean – I, uh, but I think that's the good thing about this year is that it's really like holding people or it's really putting things in perspective. Um, I mean, all the paycheck to paycheck people are like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't have gone on that weekend trip to, you know, some random city. Mm -hmm. I don't know, just kind of be more mature about their expenses. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just, do you know people that are just very, they just spend, they spend what they make right they away? Spend what, they, they spend what they don't have. Yeah. So, like, I have friends that, like, they'll literally get a paycheck, and within three days that paycheck will be gone, or they know they have bills coming, but they still look at, like, on Amazon and stuff to buy them. Like, why are you doing this when you know this bill's due this money? It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. That's it's so frustrating. 
Yeah, it's just so the idea of saving money is like so big and but like that's not normal. Like a lot of people yeah. just don't know what to like saving money. What? Save? Yeah. But I'm making money next month. Oh, it's like my mom gets on to me because I hoard money. She's like, <laughs> yeah, she's, I was like, that's a that's an interesting concept, hoarding money. But anyways, uh, she was like, you just like hoarding, like hold on to it. Cause I'm like, I want to save up so I'll be able to, you know, buy that nice apartment or live like the way I want to live like later on than like spend it right now on like sports tickets. Like I've never been to a Cowboys game. I want to go so bad, but I'm not dropping that price. Yeah. Like I want to do like all I don't do all these different things, but like, I'm just not paying for that right now because maybe one day I'll be able to afford it more comfortably. Mm. But not a lot of people. A lot of people just think only in the present. They don't think future. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. That theory is interesting too because I feel like this is just a wild idea. But I feel like some people are very like when they're in their twenties. I don't think people think about that they don't think they're going to live past like 60 or something. I don't know. Mm. Which is sad. I don't know. I personally, I'm just like, I'm going to live until 90. I'm living until a hundred, maybe even 150, you know? And so I've, I think that's a theory too of like, people are very just like, I'm going to die at like 50 or 60 and then, you know, spend money now. Oh yeah. Keep, keep talking. I'll be right back. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's tough. But dang, Josh left us. I get it. But yeah, for everyone out there, uh, yeah, listen to Dave Ramsey. He always liked a situation where he would say, eat rice and beans, and then the next night eat beans and rice. So, oh, it's so stupid, but it's kind of goofy slash smart. Um, but I do realize I'm for like, I'm like 1% of people that are very money conscious. I'm extremely cheap. You can ask anyone that associates with me. Um, but I've, I'm not, I only spend things that are very necessary, such as like, you know, I spend money on family things, like things that are very important. Right, planning how cheap I am, but uh, <laughs> but I'm not like dirt cheap where it's like mm. I'm not gonna spend money. I'm not gonna okay. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna buy people gifts for Christmas. Like that's like that's the bare minimum. If you're not, that's what I'm saying. Like I bought I was, like I bought a Father's Day present. Okay, I'm going to do that at least. <laughs> so, but those okay, that's different because those are things that are the minimum expected thing for you to do. Mm-hmm. So you just do the bare minimum. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, you're, you're cheap. You're halfway in between. I'm trying to, okay. I'm not trying to, I'm, I don't, cause I don't want to do the bare minimum at like late twenties. But you're halfway in between like Terry Crews, which is $2.68 worth of toilet paper and Mr. Krabs. It's like, I like money. Like you're, you're just cheap. It's just who you that's, are. Bro. That's true. That's true. But like, I don't think there's anything like wrong with it. Cause like if a lot of people took your, mentality they would be in much better financial situations because like i know people that are at 23 years old that have four credit cards i'm like why <laughs> why four jeez four. Hmm. um What's yeah that? i know i know a couple people that you know they talk about like um 
I don't have, or I don't have enough money to like go hang or something. Mm-hmm. And then they get paid. And then the next day they sp- spend some money or like something. And then you ask them like a week later, you want to hang? And they're like, ah, I already spent all my money. I'm just like, oh, what? I got this. Hmm. I don't know. But all in all, 70%, 70% of the country live paycheck to paycheck. Um, even athletes live paycheck to paycheck, the millionaires, which is sad. Um, that's why a lot of those athletes sell their houses after retirement. Um, what are – this is random because I know you probably be like a little wrap-up soon. But uh, what are your five non-negotiables of dating? Non-negotiables. That was that was a fly twist, but what are five things you won't budge on? Non-negotiables. Like it's non-negotiable. You will not budge on it. I feel like those are things where like that's like before dating. Yeah, like that's what I'm talking about. Like, what are your five things like going into dating that are non-negotiables before you commit? Uh, hmm. uh, I don't have any like stern ones. Do you have any stern ones? Like, I mean, she's got to be financially like savvy, like at least somewhat to a certain degree. Like, she can't be out here just spending up credit cards and bills and everything. Yeah. That's true. I mean, all girls shop, so it's that's that's fine. I don't care if you shop. You know, that's that's a part of them. That's a part of their DNA. They came out the womb. <laughs> God gifted them with the little shop. You know, that's what they do. But like, if they just out here running up credit cards and going broke because they can't be disciplined enough to limit their shopping, then that's a problem. Uh, non-negotiables. I don't know. I non-negotiables are more like personality-wise. Okay, so what are your five non-negotiable personalities? I'm not. I'm not attracted. Okay, like that's so yeah. weird. That, I don't know. I just if I see a non-negotiable, I just turn off. <laughs> there, like I'm just like, all right, next. Like I don't know. It's just like it's so like quick. Um. Uh, it's more just like personality-wise. Like, like don't, yeah, let's say expressive. No, 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 that's not like, uh, non-negotiable. I don't know, non-negotiables. That's so, that's so okay. strange. <laughs> Are you still so straight, though? That's not non-negotiables. Is so, so, such a strong word. This is my thing. If you really want to date somebody, that's going to be, non-negotiables are going to happen. Like, you're going to compromise on certain things here and there. Correct, but there are certain things we're like, all right, that's too much. <laughs> too much, man. I cannot think of anything right now. Do you have any? Um, let's see. I mean, obviously, like you know, like the obvious one is cheating. Duh, like non-negotiable. Yeah. Like they have a tra- they have a track record of cheating. Duh. Um, cheating. Abusive, obviously. Uh, <laughs> These are like basic things. And no, like fine. Like if she's like poor with her money, three. Um, if she has no ambition, like ah, oh, that'd be killing me. That'd be killing me. Again, that's a basic thing. I mean, they made something there. <laughs> there. No, like that's what I'm saying. Like non-negotiables. What you're saying are just various traits that are just attractive in the first place. Like 
Some people like that stuff, though. You'd be surprised. Nuh-uh. Hey, we got some weird people out here. Like, like someone that's abusive. I'm not even going to be their friend. Um, someone that cheats. But, but, but what, if you, what, what if you don't know that until you get into it? That's the thing. You never know. Well, if that does happen, then you, you just leave. <laughs> like, and then they, they come abuse you and find you. Abuse me. I'll leave. One day. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, go ahead. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Abuse me for like 10 minutes and I'll dip. Like, okay, really, what you doing if, if a girl swings on you? You just going to leave? <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> See, I feel like if it's like a real punch, then I'm just kind of like, yo, what are, you, what are you doing? What are you trying to get out of this? <laughs> um, but you can also like sense those things, though. I don't know. You can, my, like, yeah, you can be very like intuition-wise. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cheating. Like, cheat. I'll find out, like, regardless. Like, so – um, non-negotiables. I'll have to think of that next time. But yeah, it's just basic traits. Uh, uh, short hair. Right. <laughs> non-negotiable. That, that's that's a good one. You know, like, <laughs> there's some girls when I oh yeah when they have Bad. the haircut like right. In, in the middle of their neck, yeah. I'm like, ugh, no, like I don't know. It's just bad breath, non-negotiable. Um, um, I just thought of one. The these are types, though. The type of girl that's very um woke. <laughs> no hills of the world. Because it gets tired. After, it gets annoying after an hour. I'm like, yes, I know there's evil in the world. Let's kiss. Like, you know, it's just like. Yeah, he said, let's kiss. Who was that, like, uh, that debut girl that was too woke for us? She, she was a black girl. Um, you, you mainly brought her up. Uh, she was too oh, woke. I know what you're talking about. I barely met her. Yeah, I followed her on Twitter for some reason still. Um, that, that was the two world girl? Yeah, she's like that too. And again, that's that's something you can find out really quick. Because um, it's just like, I don't want you to be that stressed all the time. Of right. like, yes. Oh, someone got shot. Yes. Someone got shot. Yeah, it's just kind of, it's just going to happen. It's sad. Yes. But I don't want you stressing over something that you can't control. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the woke. Yeah, the woke. Ugh. Just maybe just I don't know. Just the overly political. Like I'm not like like if Hillary. Like if there's a Hillary Clinton and. College, I would have not been attracted to her, like, at all. You said it was a Hillary Clinton. What about a Sarah Palin? Uh, well, she seems chill. I don't know. I No, even her, yeah. 
because I remember, you know, that like political science majors. Yes. Whenever someone would say that they're a political science major, I was kind of like, uh, I was just like, because that's very, I would assume on the political side, I would assume like, I don't, uh, but I always, my stomach would turn. Cause I'm just kind of like, probably not going to hang out with that person. Cause I don't want to hear about Hillary Clinton's emails at midnight on a <laughs> Friday. You know, it's just like, <laughs> I get it. She did bad. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, that's, that's not negotiable. You, you wouldn't want to be roommates with John Block. No, no, <laughs> not John Block. I would not be, want to be friends. Do you, you still follow him on Facebook, right? Yeah. Oh my goodness. He's gonna be president one day. He's gonna be governor in New Mexico. What being a gay Republican? That's that's as progressive <laughs> as it gets. <laughs> that's, a, that's a power move in itself. <laughs> I, I, said, I said, wait, Shiloh. Have you seen this? He's dating a man named Carl. <laughs> yeah, he's a public also. Oh, I was like, okay, John. Yeah, Carl. <laughs> yeah, non-negotiables. That's that's an interesting situation. Oh, it's just my thing. I'm just like, if I can't enjoy my time with you from the start. Yeah. Oh. Right. I'm very turned on. Just very on off like it's just so it's interesting oh well uh you got any last second topics no nah, i feel like we covered a lot today um i missed a little pump that was a random thought i had because he's nothing right now um let's see blah 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 Kyle Zolke, 24, mom. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Songs of the Week, shout out. Uh, I'll say my song of the week. My boy Black is back. Six lakh. No, not six lakh. Six lakh. Just because there's a six in it, it's not mean. You can say six lakh. Six lakh. So he released an EP. Uh, he's got a track with Lil Baby, too. So I'm just like, man, these are my, my people. Lil Baby made three, had three new features today. He is copying what Lil Wayne did in the 2000s, where he's just, like, hopping on every song out there. So he's just going to be everywhere, whether you like him or not. Yeah, so. he, he was in Houston right around with Harden this week, so everybody's, like, been, like, blowing up. Yeah, he's definitely he knows what he's doing. It's interesting. So I I I peeped, I peeped his strategy. But yeah, Black uh, know my rights featuring Little Baby. Uh, yeah, so it's my dude. Do you have anything or no songs? Nah, I do. I, I wrote some down so you would get off of me. This uh, yes. All right, give me one second. All right, let me find them. I wrote them down. Where are they? Okay, here we go. I I have a couple. Don't judge me. I have I have what's poppin' remix featuring the baby Tory Lanez and Lil Wayne, mm. and I have Girls in the Hood by Megan Megan The Stallion. Oh, <laughs> those are two <laughs> brand new songs. Yep, I told you. I'm Are you listening back. this morning? 
<laughs> was I listening? Yeah, I was no, like, you, right. went to, you went to New Music Friday and you just picked up something. <laughs> I, was like, I, just, I was just like, what's, what's new out there? I was like, oh, this sounded kind of hmm. I had to check out Meg. Meg's my baby. Girls in the hood. She, know, she knows what's – she's finessing all these guys. Um, uh, you got any shout-outs? Uh, shout-out. Shout-out my dad. He just had hip replacement surgery. He's in the hospital. So. Oh. Wait, he's in the hospital now? Well, yeah. Like, he has to, like, recover for a couple of days before he can come home. Mm, dang. And, like, yesterday – he had it on Thursday – and yesterday, Greg Abbott signed the whole thing where, you know, they can't have any more general surgeries for the time being because of corona. So he got in at the right time. Mm, he, he can't drive for three months. Oh. You're going to be his chauffeur? No, no, I'm going to be at work. <laughs> I start working on Monday. On the weekends, you will. He'll have an itinerary every Saturday. <laughs> I'm scared. Um, cool. Um. Shout out. I'm going to shout out myself because I'm entering the last week of this stupid class. I'm so tired of this class. I barely know what's going on, but I'm barely passing. We're going in. We're, we're just seeing what's happening. You're barely passing. You got a B? I, I don't even know. One day it's a D. Some days it's an A. It's, it varies. Um, but we'll see. Whatever. It's the last week. So next next week is the last week. So. We'll see. Uh, all right. That's about it. Um, let's see. Friday. It's the last week of June. All right. Have a great last week of June. You doing anything tonight? Uh, maybe. I might be going to, you know, drink some margaritas or something. We'll see what the scene is. Uh, okay. Are you doing uh, – now you staying at home much. Take a nap. You taking a nap? I'm about to take a nap right now. I'm gonna close this, hop in his bed, um, and, t- and take a nap. You ain't doing nothing. You just gonna stay up late? I'm chill. Maybe we'll see. I mean, if there's any, yeah, do some uh, house. I don't know. Do some. I don't know. Facetime parties or whatever. Like last weekend or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Let's have let's have a virtual party. All right. Yeah. All right. All right, man. All right. Peace. See you. See you.